Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with me here today as we talk about living and working better. How can you live better? How can you work better? What are the things that you can do to make your life better, to make your work environment better, to grow your business, and more importantly, to love who you are and love what you do? Today, we want to live better and work better. So let's talk about this a little bit. For those of you who are first-time listeners, my name is Steve Kidd. I'm a third-generation minister, international best-selling author of 22 books and counting, and I have the privilege of helping people not only write, publish, market their books to bestseller and beyond, but more importantly, to make the difference that only they can make in the world. I love getting the opportunity to help people thrive in all that they do, thrive in their life, thrive in their business, and really truly live and learn and love each day. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I'm glad to have you here with us. Whether you're a first-time listener or you've been listening for the last almost nine years now, we're glad to have you here with us today. You're the reason why I do this. Living and working better. What does it look like to live better, to work better, to be better. You know, there's an old saying that says, when you know better, you do better. The fact of the matter is, and I hate to say it this way because it seems so negative, but often we know better and we don't do better. Now, when we know better, we have the potential for doing better, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we take this great information that comes to us and we actually do live better. So today we want to kind of focus a little bit one of always, of course, focus on you. But we want to talk about, you know, a few things like what does better really mean? I mean, better is very substantive. It's very much what is better for you. And it may even be what is better for you right now. I've often said, you know, because I talk about maximizing while it's called today, the best way you can maximize today may be for you to take a good nap. It may be that it's safe, for example, Sunday afternoon, you're sitting in front of a football game and uh, you doze off completely. That may be actually the best way you could maximize today to have the energy and the strength to be able to do. Um, You know, maybe today's your birthday and you need to learn to celebrate you. I was encouraging that to a friend of mine whose birthday it is today. And I hope that she really will truly celebrate herself. But in all things, we want to live better and work better and make the world that we live in a better place. We want to take care of our bodies. We want to grow our companies. And we want to get to a place where we understand just how incredibly unique we are, how incredibly important we are, so that we then can make the difference that only we can make in this world. I want that for you. And if you can capture that, 
you then can live as a thriving entrepreneur. With that said, let's jump into our first guest. Join me in welcoming Chris Mirabile. Hey, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am really good. Thank you. To begin us off, tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Sure. So I am originally from New York. I studied at NYU Stern undergrad. I, after studying, went on to be an entrepreneur. I started a social network uh, called Hotlist. We scaled it to over 220 million people's social plans. And that was the beginning of, of my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, prior to that, uh, while I was in high school, a, a, a pivotal moment in my life was while I was on a school trip in New York City, I suddenly had a seizure and it turned out it was caused by a brain tumor. And so that uh, really transformed my uh, thinking and my perspective on life and what I wanted to get out of it, as well as what I wanted to avoid in it, like being ill again, contemplating mortality. It's the last thing I, I wanted for myself. And that has largely shaped uh, who I am. And, and my current venture, in fact, is largely based on that event. Um, so yeah, I would say that those are, are the main things about me. Other than that, I, I would say I, I'm very much into health and wellness. I, I exercise a lot. I've set personal goals and everything from trying to get the Guinness Book of World Records for most pull-ups in 60 seconds to uh, deadlifting triple my body weight, which would be considered professional status and and so on. So I'm, I'm constantly setting these goals for myself and trying to achieve them or exceed them. And uh, those are some of my passions. Perfect. So tell us a little bit more about um, the business that you're doing. You alluded to the fact that what you went through um, has definitely created what you're doing now. Tell us more about your business. Sure. So my business is called Novos. Novoslabs.com is the website. Uh, we focus on human aging. We're a consumer biotech company that's focused on longevity. So essentially, how can we extend health span? So that's the period in which you are healthy without a, a chronic disease and lifespan as much as possible. And there's a lot of research, especially over the past five to 10 years, in which scientists have been able to elucidate the biological causes of aging. So I, like most people, have once thought that aging was inevitable. It's just a, a part of life and not much more to it than that. But in fact, there's a lot more to it than that. So there are biological reasons why we age on the microscopic level things like mitochondrial health or cellular senescence, loss of proteostasis, and so on. There's 12, in fact. And scientists are, are focused on ways to be able to slow these down or to counteract them such that we can extend health span and healthy lifespan. And so my company is the very first company to create a formulation to address all 12 of these causes simultaneously. Uh, there's no other company, uh, biotech or pharma, um, to, to do so. And, and we are, um, over the counter. So we're using only natural ingredients that we find in the foods we eat or in human biology. And, uh, that is our, our flagship product called Novos core. We also have another product called Novos boost, and we provide uh, access to a, a, uh, 
cutting edge test called Novos Age, which is essentially a biological age test kit where you're able to track the rate at which you're aging biologically. And similar to a scale on somebody's weight loss journey, on the longevity journey, this serves as your scale, so to speak, to see how you're progressing and how you're doing in slowing down the rate at which you're aging. This sounds like sci-fi to a lot of people, but it's very real. It's measured based on what's known as your epigenome. Your epigenome are uh, basically which of your genes are turned on and which of your genes are turned off. And many of these genes are being turned on and off based on your aging process, as well as uh, lifestyle influences. So if you're out in the sun, certain genes turn on and off. If you're out for a run, certain genes turn on and off. And so over time, there are patterns to this, and we can essentially tell how old someone is biologically. That would be their physical and mental abilities, their disease risk, their mortality risk, uh, based on how the patterns uh, uncovered in their epigenome. So we offer this as well in the form of Novos Age. So um, I have so many questions all of a sudden. Um, so what about those of us that are a little bit older um, or even like, for example, my mom, you know, she's in her mid eighties now. Um, what kind of impact does it have on, on older people? So the, the biological causes of aging, they accelerate with time. They become exponential. Uh, there's actually studies that find that every seven to nine years, um, your your risk of of mortality essentially doubles. So that that is owed to the fact that these causes of aging um, accelerate exponentially. So it's all the more important for somebody uh, like your mother in, in her mid eighties to be cognizant of these causes of aging and to do everything that she can uh, to to slow them down or counteract them. It, it doesn't simply come down to supplements. Of course, we sell Novos Core and Novos Boost, uh, which can have an impact on these aging hallmarks. But I'm not going to pretend that this is some sort of magic solution. There are other pieces of the puzzle and other very important pieces of the puzzle that contribute to the pace at which you age. That's everything from diet to sleep, uh, your physical activity levels, your psychological stress levels, your relationships, and so on. So researchers have found that, for example, having three close positive friends in your life can reduce your risk of mortality and, and essentially lead to longer lifespans. Having lower levels of stress and lower levels of pessimism, uh, people who are more optimistic uh, live longer lives. Now, being optimistic doesn't extend your lifespan, but being pessimistic shortens your lifespan. So uh, essentially, it, 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 the, the message is that uh, if you don't want to live a shorter life, uh, try to look at the, the, half, the glass half full. So there, there are many different things that your mother or yourself or others can be doing that are completely free that you would not have to invest money into like by purchasing my product. Uh, that will have a significant impact on on health span and lifespan. Uh, things like, for example, you may have heard of fasting. Um, it, it's becoming a, a very uh, popular topic right now uh, in in the media uh, for good reason because there's a lot of research around the benefits of fasting or uh, caloric restriction, essentially eating fewer calories than most people typically do, um, as much as twenty five percent to thirty percent less than 
your typical um, caloric needs would be. Uh, the, these are all different things that can be in, integrated into your lifestyle for free, even saving money uh, by eating less, that is, uh, that have been shown um, in many studies to be able to favorably impact people's health spans and lifespans. So the test you were referring to, um, when a person starts taking it, regardless of their age, um, will they see... And I don't want to say this wrong. Will they see that the effects of aging on themselves are slowing down um, when taking your product? Is that the general concept that you're talking about? Yeah, well, so th that is certainly the hope. Uh, we, we've done uh, a number of studies with our product. What I'll start with is a, a case study in which participants were tested prior to taking our product. Now, I'll, I'll just note that the test itself is created by researchers at Duke University and Columbia University. So it's an independent third-party test. It's not one of our own uh, created in-house. This is, um, you know, there's no conflicts of interest in that sense. And, uh, and so people took the test first. Then they took our products for six months, core and boost. And at the end of those six months, they took the test again. And we found that 73% of the participants aged, I believe, 39 to 65 approximately, 73% uh, of them had a reduction in their pace of aging to a statistically significant degree. It was beyond the error margins of the test. Uh, and 0% of people had accelerated aging, which was almost as exciting as the 73%. Because if you think about it, if you've got uh, a, a random group of people, a handful of them are going to have stressors in their lives where it leads to accelerated aging. It could be they're, they're drinking too much. They're feeling very stressed at work. They're not getting outdoors as much. They're eating unhealthy and so on. Uh, any one of those things can lead to some acceleration. And the fact that 0% did was, was really exciting to us. Now, this is a case study. We're also doing uh, clinical trials, which are more, um, they're, they're held to a higher level of, of scientific scrutiny. Uh, but this was really promising for us. We've also done a number of scientific studies uh, in vitro with human cells. And we've looked at the effects of our ingredients on things ranging from DNA damage from irradiation to DNA damage from chemotherapeutics to cellular senescence, which is essentially cells that turn into a zombie state and they can accelerate the aging process. Uh, we had a reduction in uh, the, the, uh, the footprint of senescent cells to an order of magnitude comparable to a gold standard prescription drug in the longevity space known as rapamycin. And we've also looked at inflammation in cells and found synergistic effects of our ingredients that were greater when combined in our formula than any of the ingredients uh, were found to have on their own. So we're, we're really science-focused. Uh, our, our scientific advisory board, for example, is composed of seven members from institutions like Harvard Medical School, MIT, the Salk Institute, and so on, geneticists, uh, medical doctors, professors, practicing professors, um, so we take science very seriously. We're not some, uh, you know, antiquated anti-aging company that makes very big promises, but then fails to deliver. 
we are really focused, um, admittedly selfishly for my own sake. I, I really do want to improve my health and, and health span and lifespan. And then of course, I then want to enable others, uh, my friends, my family, loved ones, and then the community at large to benefit from it as well. So I am creating things that I believe in, that I take myself and that I give to my family and friends. Um, so uh, science is the best way for us to be able to prove this um, and other future products out. Um, and, and that's the approach that we take. So for somebody who wants to check it out, how do they get in contact with you? How do they get to your website or what have you? Sure. So our website is novoslabs.com. We have a number of cool features on, on the website. We're a public benefit corporation, which means that we do things uh, for the public interest beyond uh, just profitability. So we've got more than 150 scientifically referenced articles about longevity, slowing down aging, wide range of topics uh, from skin health uh, to exercise and diets and so on. Um, we have something called face age where it's a facial AI. You can take a selfie and then using AI, we're able to output how old you look, how old your eyes look, as well as your skin health markers like inflammation, uh, pore size, wrinkles, and so on. That's free. It's at novoslabs.com slash face age. Uh, and we have a number of other cool tools that, that you can find by exploring our, our website and signing up for an account that which is completely free. Um, we're also on all of the social networks as Novos Labs. And then I have a personal blog and website. Uh, it's called Slow My Age. So slowmyage.com. Uh, and if you go to uh, Instagram or Twitter, you can find me as Slow My Age, which basically documents my results for uh, biological aging. Uh, laboratories that have run my my results have have said it's the they're the best results they've ever seen. And um uh, and I'm not spending millions of dollars doing this. I'm only spending uh, a, a couple thousand a year and, um, and able to achieve these results. So I, I document it there and provide screenshots of my results and so on, and then talk through uh, my perspective on longevity, aging, as well as uh, my, my own personal lifestyle. And again, that's novoslabs.com, N-O-V-O-S-L-A-B-S.com, correct? That yes, that's the company, and slowmyage.com is my personal blog. That's a little bit more technical and geeky um, for for you know the the biohackers, if you will, out there. But Novos Labs is is uh, it, it's got content from the simple to the complex. It's for a wide range of people. Perfect. Well, Chris, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Thank you for having me, Steve. I don't know about you, but I'm inspired. I want to age. I want to age gracefully and I want to live just as long as I possibly can because for me, and I hope for you too, there are so many more things I want to accomplish in this life and things that I want to do to help change the world. I know you feel that way too. That way we can all live as a thriving entrepreneur. Let's take our first commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Don't go away. Hi, my name is Steve Kidd. I am a third-generation minister, an international best-selling author of multiple books, and I help people write, publish, and market their books to bestseller. In fact, there are literally thousands of people that have used the system that I created to 
be able to write, publish, and market their books, and now they're best-selling authors, and you're next. I just wanted to come on for a minute, say hi to you, tell you a little bit about me, introduce myself, and tell you I know the world is waiting on your message, and I would be so honored to be part of sharing your message with the world. Go to AskStevekid.com and schedule a time to talk today. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. We're talking about live better and work better. Live and work better is such a almost trite thing sometimes, and yet it's the most important thing that we can do in our lives. We learned in the last segment some advances that are happening and helping us extend our life. And we want to continue on. We want to look a little bit now at business and be able to find out how we can live and work better in all that we do in our business so that we can live as a thriving entrepreneur. With that said, let's jump in to our next guest. Join me in welcoming Drew Lyon. Hey, Drew, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for being here with us. To begin with, tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. I am a, as one person uh, described it, uh, over-caffeinated, uh, swear like a sailor, and love helping people. Um, and I do that through entrepreneurship and supporting them with um, a lot of just honest, loving truth. And um, yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. And if I understand correctly, you're a partner of the Focused Energy team. Um, What does Focused Energy do? Uh, It's fractional finance accounting and operations for scaling, growing SMBs. So think um, series ABC businesses or family-owned businesses, less than 50 million that are looking for help to achieve their goals. So what does it take to organically grow revenue? Um, and can it be done for smaller size companies or do you have to get to a certain point before you really can legitimately do that? Oh, no, it can happen, I think, at any time. I think it really comes down to knowing your market and know what you do for people and how they value it. And like that is number one. If you can f- really understand who you're trying to serve and how you create value, like you can grow anything. So for the small business, um, ones that are maybe a little bit smaller than the ones you typically work with, what are some things they can do to organically grow their revenue and build their company from where it is? I think really understanding first and foremost, who do you serve today and where do you make your money? Um, and it's not just, hey, revenue, but it's profit. Um, and from that, Ensuring that your product or service is meeting your customers' needs and continuing asking for feedback. And then if, you know, they like it, asking for them to introduce you to others. And that's the easiest way I've found to grow businesses is serving people very well, really being cognizant of the value they derive from how you support them, whether through a service or product or otherwise, and then being 
unbelievably good at it and just obsessing over meeting their needs, having the tough conversations and not being afraid of an answer you may not want. Though the buckets are a little bit more uh, diverse than this, generalizing, we kind of have the startup company, the company that's scaling, the company that broke its first six figures, uh, you know, the company that's going to the mid six figure range, uh, you know, and then of course the companies that are seven figures and then growing beyond that. Um, in each of those things, does the way that we scale our company change or is it really basically the same thing regardless of what size we're at? I think it, it, it fragments. I think like you could say like, hey, a uh, uh, billion dollar business has a ton of very small businesses in it. And it's really looking at it and saying the principles of how you grow a business, whether it's a lemonade stand or a, you know, blockchain security company, generally are the same. And it really comes down to know your market, know your product or service, um, and then work through engaging with um, with with your users, with your customers, and and with your staff. Most importantly, the people closest to your customers, doing things day in day out that are going to make a difference. And it's really being really focused on being vulnerable and asking the tough questions of yourself, of your staff, of your customers to really scale things up and grow your business regardless of size. And I think it's being cognizant of how much cash that's going to take, whether it's spending on personnel or non-personnel. I love that so much. So, and I even wrote in one of my books, the whole concept of what starts out right ends up right. When you're a company of one, you know, you're a solopreneur, what are the kind of things that you can have meetings with yourself and set in place so that when you have two employees, 20 employees, 200 employees, you're still doing them? And I think it's, it's understanding your why, asking the tough question of yourself of like, what is motivating you to do this? Being an entrepreneur, everyone thinks is awesome, but it's a pretty brutal existence. And Everyone talks about the overnight success that takes 10, 15 years to happen. They don't see the blood, sweat, and tears that go into growing a business from nothing. And it's knowing why you do it. And generally, it needs to be beyond just making money. I mean, you could do that, but that's probably not going to get you through the really tough moments. And you, so you need to constantly check in with yourself of, am I aligned with doing what I want to do and why I want to do it? Am I serving that? mission. And I think that's key. So many people, and I know you've been to websites, you probably, this is where you start with people would be my guest. They have that quote unquote mission statement that's either printed somewhere they give to new employees, or it might even be on their website, but it's kind of, you know, like they went to a seminar and copied somebody else's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Define our mission statement versus, you know, going to the internet and copy and pasting somebody else's. And I think that's hard though. Like it's 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 so hard to not come off as contrived and fake. And it's easy to see a bigger business and be like, oh, look at that. It sounds so professional and polished. Screw that. What matters is that you communicate very simply 
clearly and directly to your customers, to your staff, to your potential staff, to your stakeholders, hey, we're doing it for this reason. Like for us, it's, we want to help people. It's not about the money. It's, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family where, you know, we struggled. And the other half of my family was, is very successful uh, being entrepreneurs. And so I saw the stress that, you know, not having the success creates. And I want to help people avoid the pitfalls that are so easy to avoid in being an entrepreneur, whether it's a, you're a solopreneur or you've got 200 staff and you're scaling like crazy and you're holding on for dear life and God forbid you let any know, anyone know how terrified you are. And that can be sometimes just as scary, if not more scary, when things just start skyrocketing and you're like, oh no, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh yeah. And the, this is the truth. And I challenge anyone to like fight against this. Nobody has any idea what they're doing. They're all terrified. They don't want to be found out. It's generally making it up as you go along, trying your best, failing more often than succeeding. And it's, you look around and, you know, it sucks with social media and everything else that's out there. You're, you're looking at other people's highlight reels and you're like, oh, I fucking suck. I'm terrible at this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like this business isn't going to be successful. You're just not seeing that everyone else is doing that constantly. I love that. In fact, you know what? I may even add this to my website. This is great. Next time a person is looking for a coach, what you really want to do is find somebody that's going to tell you how they failed versus about all their successes. Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, I look at my failures and I'm like, I learned, I'm, I'm probably overly focused on failures than I am on successes that like, Successes are great and they feel good, but if I look back in my life, I, I learned way more from all the times where I deeply struggled than when I was like crushing it. And you want those experiences from a coach. You want those from an advisor, from a board member, from a leader in your team. You want people that have lived through the shittiest moments in professional and personal lives because it's that's where growth comes from. That's where really good deep wisdom originates, in my opinion. I agree completely. So uh, let's talk a little bit about specifically the kind of people that you would love to engage with. Who um, would be just your perfect ideal client to come to you? It's not necessarily any type of business, any, they sell any product, do they have any size. It's really businesses that are filled with leaders that are open to change, open to being challenged, want someone to come in and partner with them to help move things forward, are looking for someone that isn't going to toe the line and say yes every time. And it's not to be um, blatant to just say no for no's sake. It's literally something that's going to a group that wants a partner that's going to come in and help them and is going to pull the wool back and be like, hey, great. You know, we keep saying these are our biggest strengths. I'm seeing weaknesses. And these things that everyone is deriding as our, our biggest weaknesses or failures is really hiding some of our largest opportunities. Because 
with what we do, we don't just come in and like, you know, hey, cross T.di give you a report. It's we're like diving into all aspects of the business, really trying to help move it forward and say, hey, you wanted this. Like, if you want to stop burning your hand, please stop putting it on the stove when it's on. Like, this is simple. Stop doing that. And like having open, honest discussions like that for us is so ideal. I love that. So for the person who's interested in scaling their business from wherever they're at, they hear themselves in what you just described. Um, how can they work with you? How can they get in contact with you? Yeah, just reach out, go to the website. We have tons of contact links and you can just reach out, fill out some short information and engaging with us is just a very natural discussion of saying, Hey, what's working, what's not. If we get into a conversation and we feel like, Hey, we're probably not going to be able to help you as much as you need right now. Here's other people to talk to. And it's like, that's where that, you know, values, in my opinion, like when the chips are down, that's when values are real. Are you going to do what you truly say you believe in when it's not going to make you money, when it's not going to be profitable for you? And that's like what we're all about is like, hey, we want to help people. And so if we think, hey, you don't really need, you don't need a CFO. You need a good bookkeeper right now. You need to focus on RevGen. Here's three different sales and marketing people to go talk to. But if we think we can help, you want to dig into it. We want to explain that and then say, hey, great. Here's what it looks like. Here's a rough number. Do you want to dive deeper? And for us, it's all about iterative. There is no secret sauce. There is no magic bullet here. And if someone knows of it, please reach out to me and tell me. It's all for us. It's all about just having open discussions and saying, here's how we can help you. Here's what this looks like and being flexible. Mm, I love that so much. So Drew, before you go, give us um, just a couple of words of encouragement about scaling our business. Grind it out and be obsessive with the value you create for people and be open to having conversations where you're not going to get the answer you want, but the answer you need. And above all, embrace vulnerability. Oh, I love that so much. Well, Drew, give us your URL one more time so that people know where to go to meet you. Yes, that's www.focusedenergy.work, W-O-R-K. Drew, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Thank you, Steve. Great to have you. I love organic traffic. I mean, there's something to be said for paid ads, but when you can do the things that make people, you know, just by themselves get excited and want to share what you're doing and be a part of what you're doing, there's just nothing better than that. And what a great way to live better and to work better because of the fact that you're growing a company, you're doing the things that only you can do, and you're reaching the people that only you can reach, and it's showing up because the reach that you're having is increasing with everything that you do. What a great way to live as a thriving entrepreneur. Let's take another break, and we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Hi, my name is Steve Kidd. 
I am a third generation minister, an international best-selling author of multiple books, and I help people write, publish, and market their books to bestseller. In fact, there are literally thousands of people that have used the system that I created to be able to write, publish, and market their books, and now they're best-selling authors, and you're next. I just wanted to come on for a minute, say hi to you, tell you a little bit about me, introduce myself, and tell you I know the world is waiting on your message, and I would be so honored to be part of sharing your message with the world. Go to AskStevekid.com and schedule a time to talk today. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. We're talking about live and work better. We're showing some ways that we can age better, some ways that we can grow our traffic for our company better. And we want to end off this show with talking to you a little bit about how you can love you better. You can see how incredibly you are, wonderful you are, and you can then be the amazing human being that you are, and you can live and work better because you love you better and you take better care of you. Does that sound like a good encouragement? You want to listen to this one? I know I do. Let's jump right in. Join me in welcoming Matt Lesser. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Steve. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Well, um, a couple of years ago, I decided to uh, leave the corporate world and pursue a dream that I had had for about 20 years and uh, went on my own and started a company called Uniquely Normal. And uh, one of the first things I did was uh, write a book, something I had thought about doing for about 10 years, actually. And uh, it took about five years to really um, develop the theme and the ideas that are in the book, and then actually two years of writing to get it published. And then uh, so that was released in October of last year. Uh, immediately started writing my second book, which comes out later this year. But uh, really, I'm more focused now on really focused. I shouldn't say more focused. I'm very focused on client acquisition, uh, really focused on working with organizations, leadership and organizations to help them solve their their most meaningful and the biggest headaches that they deal with related to people, usually turnover, engagement, uh, commitment, those kinds of things. So just um, absolutely thrilled to be doing it and uh, so grateful for the opportunities. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your book. Um, what originally inspired the name? I love the name, Uniquely Normal. What what originally inspired that? Well, the name of the company, uh, Uniquely Normal, came from, it's a, obviously it's two terms that don't normally fit together. And, um, and it came from uh, just years of working with leaders. And, and honestly, the same thing motivated the book as well. So the book is unsatisfied when less is more. And as I was traveling literally around the world, uh, talking with leaders, um, I would have this conversation and I didn't, I didn't have it once or twice or three times, Steve, I had it a hundred times and it went like this. It went to most time. These were the founders, the owners, the starters of the business. It had grown to a certain point where, um, I was in private equity. So I was looking for investment opportunities and I'd sit across the table from these owners. And normally they were in their late 50s to 60s. 
and oftentimes highly emotional conversations. And they'd say, I sacrificed what was most important to me in my life. I didn't realize it at the time in order to build this thing, right? That I thought would give me satisfaction. I thought would give me pleasure, joy, lasting uh, contentment. And here I am toward the end of my life now. And I have the things I wanted. I have money, I have possessions, I have power, I have freedom. Um, but along the way, I sacrificed usually marriage, usually kids. You know, if they are still married, oftentimes they're living like separate lives. Many people I talked to were not married or on second or even third marriages. Kids oftentimes estranged from their from their uh, from their relationship with their kids. And um, and so the more I thought, the more I talked to them, two things happened. Uh, I'd often hear people don't understand what I'm going through or I'm all alone. And, 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 and so it's like, you know, yes, people do understand because you're not alone. You know, I have this conversation all the time with leaders. And so there's the unique part. They think I'm, they, they think nobody else understands. And it's like, no, if I just could get you all in the same room together, you'd realize you're all telling me the same story. So it's not unique. It's normal. And it's normal to struggle. It's normal to have issues. And so, so the book then came out of a lot of these interviews and they weren't intentional interviews, these conversations I was having, because it's like, okay, what is it then? If, if these people who I would say, these leaders, these owners of businesses, if, if they're living the so-called dream, living the life, right? They're thriving then, but what is it? Because they're not thriving on the inside, they're dying. And they're telling me these things, how devastated they are. And so I had to write about it and I just, I couldn't let it go. I just kept thinking about it literally for years. And, uh, and so that's the focus of, of the book unsatisfied. So does that answer your questions? Absolutely. And just okay. to be clear. Um, so your company name is uniquely normal. The book unsatisfied when less is more. Yes, you got okay. it. Okay, just want to make sure because I had said the book was the so I want to make sure people knew the right name for the book. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, right, you got it. Um, so you know, you said so much, and we want to try to unpack it a little bit. Yeah. There is that whole concept of gaining the whole world and losing your soul. Um, mm -hmm. how do we first of all recognize that we're doing that? Let's let's not ask too many questions at once. How do we recognize that that's the kind of life we're living? That's a great question, Steve. And um, and that's the most common question I get is how do I how do I become aware of this before I'm in my 60s and having the same conversation, right? And um, you know, one of the things that I talk about in the book, and I, I believe this fully, is just having an awareness of where where you currently are in life and then intentionally choosing to live the life that you want to have not unintentionally. I kept getting this sense of almost like this learned helplessness when I'd have these conversations of, it's like, I don't even know how I got here. Well, if you rewind the clock and look back, it's very obvious how you got here. But, um, and so just having this mentality and this mindset of intentionality and really taking stock of, okay, this is what I'm doing right now in my life. These are the things I'm sacrificing because I think there's something else more important. And it's just really asking yourself, is it really, does it really, are the things you're sacrificing right now, the things you're pursuing right now, do those things really align with who you say you want to be at the end of your life? If not, it's time to make some changes. All right. So let's, um, let's take it as a, a step further, because I know in your work, you've probably ran into this a lot. A lot of people, when you ask them that question, they kind of stop for a minute and then they think, and then they give you that puzzled look and they're like, 
you know, I don't really know what I want to be or who I am. <laughs> so how do we go through even the process of knowing that well enough to then be able to say, this is what I want to be and then creating that life? <laughs> yeah, no. And that, um, yeah, I, again, another great question, Steve, it's, it starts with self-awareness, you know, and the, uh, the whole third part of the book, I didn't want to just write another conceptual philosophical book. I wanted to make it relevant, practical, and implementable. And so the entire third part of the book is basically the how-to guide. And, um, and I'm not telling you it's the end all. I'm just telling you, these are some practical exercises that you can do to begin to answer the question that you just asked. You know, for, it starts with self-awareness. I have to know who I am. Who was I? Why am I? I know who I am and why I'm here. Why am I here at this part in history on this planet at this time? And so taking the time to really understand your story, understand your wiring, understand your preferences, understand what you're passionate about. You know, in, in the book, I talk about that beyond thriving is flourishing and living. In, but to live a flourishing life means to live an intentional life. Now, that doesn't mean that that you have to give up all the things you worked hard for. Not at all. It's just your mindset and how you choose to live. And, and I talk about that flourishing is the intersection of passion, what you're good at doing, how you contribute value, and your calling. And so just understanding, but you, you can't get to those answers until you first understand, okay, who am I and why am I here? And, and there's some there's some very practical exercises in that last part of the in the whole third part of the book to help you walk through those steps to begin to answer those questions. I love that. I want to say on behalf of everybody that has read or will read the book, thanks for doing that, because a lot of times, you know, we get given all of these and then you need to do this. And then they're like, yeah, but how do I get to that point kind of book? So I really appreciate that. My pleasure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your company uh, on top of your unsatisfied when less is more, um, talk about what uniquely normal does to help people. Um, yeah, great. So the, uh, the company really is, um, it, it's, it's positioned as four pillars, writing, speaking, uh, consulting and coaching. Um, except I'm, I'm in the process right now of getting rid of the word consulting because consulting is a. Uh, it can be a loaded word and not always for the right reasons. And so I'm in a process of changing that to that. I'm a problem solving facilitator. And, um, and I really want to come alongside um, leaders, especially of organizations and help them address proactively, intentionally and proactively, especially the people problems they're facing in their organizations. So that's that side, the writing side. So I, I post often on LinkedIn. I, I now have a blog and a newsletter that I literally just launched this week. Um, and those things are just oftentimes I'm just sharing what I'm thinking about my own life journey, um, just to try to help people once in a while, I will post about leadership or I'll post about specifically, um, maybe what I'm working on with a client, obviously I never use the client's name. Um, and then, uh, speaking opportunities to uh, be able to address, um, either, you know, leaders or forums or whatever it might be. Um, I have an opportunity coming up where I get to speak in front of 600 and plus, uh, business owners. So just absolutely jazzed about that. And, um, and then coaching, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching. Oftentimes when you're working with teams, especially, it often comes down to, it's like, well, I need some, I need some personal development or I need some leadership development, you know, help me personally lead better. And, uh, and so they all, these things often just go hand in hand, Steve. So 
when we think about the concept of personal development, because it's such a big word, um, and I do like what you said about, um, you know, getting rid of the word consulting and go more to helping. Um, what is the thing that you find more often than not is keeping people stuck? Um, so normally it's, it's mindset. It, it really is about a mindset. And somewhere along the way, um, they were told something or they believed something about them that just isn't true. Or, or, you know, I'll hear things like, well, this is just the way I am, or, you know, I can't do this, or I can't do that. Now, when it comes, there are certain skill sets that I get that we don't, not every leader is equipped with every single skill set necessary to be the best leader in the world. And I get that every leader has blind spots, every leader, and, and I'm, I'm no excuse. I'm, I'm no exception. I have blind spots. I have areas I have to work on as well. Um, but what I, but it's difficult to help someone develop if they have the mindset that I can't change or won't change. So we have to first get over that, that, okay, are you willing to change? Are you willing to take feedback and actually do something about it? And, and that, from my perspective, that's what separates, um, that's what separates leaders from non-leaders. If he, if he, if someone's in a leadership position by, by position only, and they're not willing to learn, grow, change then truly that is a leadership by title only. That's not truly leadership. Leader, leaders are growers, they're learners, they're changers, both of themselves and of organizations they lead. And, and I could go on and on. So I'll just stop with that for now. I love that so much because it's so true, you know, and so often a friend of mine actually said to me the other day, I was talking through uh, some stuff that, you know, it wasn't like a therapy session, but, you know, you have those friends that just always up level you every time you talk to them, you know, and you love yep. talking to them because you're like, I'm going to be a better person by the end of this conversation. And I was talking through with this friend and she said to me, she said, you're allowing your limitations to define what the maximum capability of you are. You're fighting, arguing mm -hmm. for why your limitations are keeping you from where you could go. And I was like, oh, dagger to the heart. Wow. So true. Um, but it's true. You That's know, a true we, friend, actually. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, we, we have this vision, most of us, you know, I mean, there's a few leaders that don't come, but we have this vision of this amazing, incredible thing we're going to do. And then we have all of these reasons why it will never happen. <laughs> I'm sure you run into that all the time. Too. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's tough, but you know, it's um, I've often said that leadership is not for the faint of heart, but uh, it, but leaders, because leadership is so vitally important in organizations and, um, and even in personal life, you know, I think about even families or nonprofits or churches or academia, whatever it is, you know, leadership is so vitally important. Well, so because of the fact that you used the word leader, um, I think it's been misused a lot lately. Could you give us a, a more succinct, brief definition of what a real leader really is? In my um, very basic definition of what leadership is, is leaders produce other leaders. Leaders are constantly looking for the abilities in other people to help bring them up to the level where they can also lead. They're not just a, a weak leader is someone who is, is all about power and position and title. And again, that's just by leadership, by position only. That's not true leadership. Leadership is looking out for people around him or her and do whatever it takes to help them elevate, to help, even if they, even they wind up soaring above that leader, that's great. 
you know, you're looking for the potential in people and helping do whatever you can to help encourage it, develop it and help those people soar in life. Too many times I see insecure, weak leaders who are more concerned about keeping their power, keeping their position, and they're just knocking the people around them down and down and cutting them down and, you know, all in an effort to lift themselves up. You know, it's, it's I've seen a handful of really, really good leaders that are confident in who they are, they're secure in who they are, and they actually reach out and they say, you know what, you have, you have potential. I want to help you reach your full potential. That's a leader. I love that so much. And that is a perfect explanation for uniquely normal. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. That's good. I like that. Yeah. The book is called Unsatisfied When Less Is More, The Company Uniquely Normal. Matt, give us an idea of the kind of people that you would love to work with. Um. I love working with any leader, any organization. Uh, it just so happens most of the time I work with um, family businesses, really of any size. And uh, I came from one. I understand the uh, the pressures of that. And then I worked in a for one as well for uh, for many years. It was a private equity firm, but it was family family held. So that's just my that's been my specialty so far. But I'm open to working with any leader anywhere, anytime. Love it. And um, uniquelynormal.com, is that your website or what is your website? You got it, www.uniquelynormal.com. And you can sign up for my newsletter or you can contact me, whatever uh, whatever you'd like to do there. And I'm looking at it here over on my computer, um, Unsatisfied When Less Is More. It's available ebook, hardcover, paperback on Amazon. You should go get that today. Matt, before we go, give us uh, just a couple of words of encouragement about how we can be uniquely normal today. Live intentionally. Live on purpose, with purpose, and for purpose. Don't let another day go by where it's just a day that you wonder, okay, what just happened? Don't live by accident. Live intentionally. Love that. Well, Matt, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Thank you, Steve. Really appreciate it. That's right. You are uniquely normal. I have a little quiz that I'm going to give to those of you that have been listening. You're what we call longtime listeners. There is something that has the word uniquely in it that is a phrase that I've used, I think, just about at the close of just about every episode we've ever done. I want you to think about what that is. Post hashtag thriving entrepreneur in your favorite social media. And let's see how many of you know what it is. But I'm going to say right after this break, and then whether you know it or not, we're going to tell you and you'll live as a thriving entrepreneur. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Steve Kidd. I am a third generation minister, an international best-selling author of multiple books, and I help people write publish and market their books to bestseller. In fact, there are literally thousands of people that have used the system that I created to be able to write, publish, and market their books. And now they're best-selling authors. And you're next. I just wanted to come on for a minute, say hi to you, tell you a little bit about me, introduce myself, and tell you, I know the world is waiting on your message. And I would be so honored to be part of sharing your message with the world. Go to askstevekid.com and schedule a time to talk today. Mm-hmm.
This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. We've been talking about how to live and work better. And I hope you got some great ideas on how to age better, on how to grow your company better, and how to love you more by really embracing that you are uniquely normal. Now, with that said, I I teased you before the break. There's a phrase that I use that has uniquely in it. I hope some of you did hashtag thriving entrepreneur. Some of you are thinking of it in your mind right now. You may even be able to say it and you're going to say, okay, here goes Steve and or it's a drinking game. You're like, by the end of this episode, he's going to say it again. Um, And that might be a possibility as well. But what is it? Are you ready? Okay. It is, and it's true, you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose, and the world needs you. That's so true. It's been true since the very first time I said it on the very first, I believe, episode of the show, almost nine years ago now, and it's just as true right now today. The world so needs the wonderfully, uniquely, brilliantly, wonderful you that you are. We need you to live better. We need you to work better. We need you to show up as all that you are. All too often we judge ourselves by other people or other things or comments from others rather than just thriving, being the wonderful, incredible person that you are, and then striving to thrive and work better. All you can do is be the best you that you can be and live the best life that you can live while it's called today. Leave yesterday in the past. As Ernie always said, yesterday's a canceled check. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Again, Ernie said, tomorrow is a promissory note. Today's the only legal tender you can spend. Today is your day to live and love and thrive. And that's what I want for you. I want you to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. And until we're together again next time, I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Hi, my name is Steve Kidd. I am a third-generation minister, an international best-selling author of multiple books, and I help people write, publish, and market their books to bestseller. In fact, there are literally thousands of people that have used the system that I created to be able to write, publish, and market their books, and now they're best-selling authors, and you're next. I just wanted to come on for a minute, say hi to you, tell you a little bit about me, introduce myself, and tell you I know the world is waiting on your message, and I would be so honored to be part of sharing your message with the world. Go to AskSteveKid.com and schedule a time to talk today.